Love and Light family, my name is Dr. Marcia Derby Davis. I am a nurse educator, a healer, a spiritual life coach, and a wellness ambassador. Welcome to the Wellness Corner, where we discuss all things wellness. I am honored today to have with us Mr. Jeffrey Morgan, a staff, a staff sergeant in the US Army, and he has decided to spend some time with us in the Wellness Corner. So, Mr. Morgan, before we begin, please tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Okay, thank you for having me, Dr. Darby. It's a pleasure being here. Um, my name is Jeffrey Morgan. I'm a staff sergeant in the United States Army. I'm also a health and fitness coach. I am an elite trainer, trained by ASA. I'm also a master fitness trainer in the Army. I'm also a certified welder and a fabricator, but I've decided to switch to the fitness side because I'm trying to pursue something else in that department because of the changes that my life or the path that my life is taking me to. I will elaborate more on that later. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Morgan, for being here with us again. And like I said, I'm really honored to have you in the Wellness Corner. So to begin our conversation, my first question to you is, tell us what wellness means to you in terms of your body, in terms of your mind, and in terms of your spirit. Um, wellness. Well, in terms of my body, mind, and spirit, it's the integration of all three, right? Um, my body, which houses my spirit. Well, not just my spirit, all of us. Oh, everyone's body houses their spirit, of course. So I'm very careful what I fuel my body with. Right? I am what you would call the nutrients that I put in my body. And I know they enhance my spirit and my mind as well. With the connection of all three, if my nutrition, if the nutrient aspect of my life is not up to on par or up to standard or not on a healthy, some we call it healthy these days, then I won't be able to function in the other two departments. In terms of my spirit, I nurture my spirit through meditation. I try to make connection with my ancestors and also the universe, mother nature. I, from time to time, I would take time, not just in the mornings, but throughout the day, I would take time and I would go outside of my workshop. I'll go to the back because we have a lot of trees and I'll go lean on one of the tree or I'll touch the tree, sometimes hug the tree. Some people might think that is weird, but there's a reason for that. And I would pause, I would take a few deep breaths and I would just stay there, think about nothing, just blank anything comes in, I try to dismiss the thought and I just focus and absorb the energy of that tree. And when it comes to my mind, I go by reading the stuff that I listen to, the books that I read, the TV shows that I watch. I try to feed my mind with positive stuff, stuff that enlightens me, enlightens me. Right? So there are books I listen to a lot of Spiritual leaders, people like Neville Goddard, Sadhguru, just to name a few, like literally every day. 
And um, throughout the day, it's like I'm reminded to stay focused on certain things. Normally, before, before all of this happened, I used to be like wondering, my head used to be wondering about all different types of stuff, life, care of things, everything that's happening. They worry about bills, they worry about everything. But since I've been doing this and reminding myself of my goal, it's like it keeps me so grounded and focused. It's amazing. So the long and short, I try to maintain a balance between the, the mind, body, and spirit. So each of them get their attention, even though those three planes is what I function on. And I think every human being, whether they're conscious of it or not. And that's my, that's the answer for my question, to your question, sorry. Oh, thank you. And I was thinking the same thing as you talked about, you know, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But as you talked about going outside and grounding yourself and connecting yourself with Mother Nature, I think that is so beautiful because oftentimes we forget that piece of being outside and connecting and also the piece about the balance. And I believe also there needs to be a balance between your body, your mind and your spirit. So I think that is just such a beautiful answer. And it seems as though you are very much balanced and very much connected. So my next question to you is, share with us your spiritual journey or your journey to wellness. How did this journey begin for you, Jeffrey? Well, honestly, this was back in 2014. I was in Afghanistan and I had a lot of time like downtime where we're not on missions or anything. Another lot of downtime. There was a library on our base. I was at um in Camp Kandahar. And we had a library, fortunately. And I used to spend my Sundays and any other free time, but mostly Sunday. I never most not, we hardly work on Sundays. So I used to go there and I used to stay there from sunrise to sunset. I would sit in there and read. And um I was disturbed because based on what I've seen on the news, how they portray the Islam religion. So I thought everyone in Islam, they were like evil, but I've met some of the nicest people. So it opened my mind to start to compare Christianity with Islam. Then I started digging into a little Buddhism and I started going to other, and I realized there was a connection. And I look in there and my conclusion is that we are people. So I tell myself that every human I come across, regardless of their ethnicity or race or whatever, I'm going to treat them as a human. I'm not going to look at what you are or what the label that is put upon you. I'm going to treat everybody as a human. Then I started looking at myself because I noticed I was not really, I was somewhat disturbed. I didn't know then. Is later when I found out. Because a lot of my questions were not answered then until later when I start to, when I go in further on in my journey. But there are certain materials and I, it was amazing. Oh, I would just find certain books. I would find certain things to listen to and it would be guiding me. And one of the books that I came across was um, the Kabbalion. I'm not sure if you know about it, the Hermetic Principles. Yes. Man, I tell you, that book became like the gospel for me. And it has enlightened me. And also another thing that was surprising, I started to change myself and I started to think about how I want to be treated, how I should treat other people. 
but without knowing it consciously at the time i was fixing me and didn't realize it because is later i realized i cannot change another person but i have to fix me and my thoughts so i started the way i think and my response i started to be more gentle to people how i treat or i talk to people the tone that i use i was more conscious of these things i was more sharing started to share more like to consider other people and one another thing too i wasn't so greedy Simple thing like going to the store and I would see stuff that I like. And some back in the days I used to take everything. And that's other thing. But there are other people who like these two. So I said, let me leave some for them. So basic stuff like that I used to do. And it it makes me feel so good within myself. Just telling somebody good morning, sometimes stop and listen to a person. It makes me feel even now, it makes me feel so good, like I'm doing the world of justice. And then you see the appreciation. And the more I'm changing, the more I'm into this, more people seeking me out just talking to me and the more i'm finding people with similarity and it's amazing like we can talk like complete strangers and we talk for like hours so i believe that every human once we turn that light within we will become a more full-fledged human try to do everything we do do it joyfully and look for no return and i think my discovery from 2014 come back to let's say 2017, 2018, it has also improved my relationship at home. I realize I can't be one person at home and be another person outside. I have to make it level. So the relationship is the same energy I'm using, but it's just that I'm using in different areas, right? Because I, I don't, I'm not sure if you're how familiar you are with science. You know, I've learned also from the Kabbalion energy, I learned it in physics as well. It cannot be created or destroyed, but it can change it from one form to another. And our universe is nothing but energy. So with all this, I put every, I started to put everything together. I'm still not there yet, but the path I'm on, it feels so good, but I know there's more and it just made me want to dig to continue and continue and continue. And yes, it's just a wonderful part journey, and I wish everybody would have this self-discovery where they can they can go embark on the same journey. Jeffrey, you've said several things that resonates with me because as you mentioned the spiritual journey, as you began to read, books came to you and knowledge came to you, and different teachers came to you and from what I'm hearing you say is you were open to the information, you know, and I tell my clients this, whenever you are open to information, you have to be able to take what serves you and then what doesn't serve you, you let it go, but you're not going in there from a place where you're judging the information. You were open to read different books, you were open to different teachers. And as you began to read and learn and grow, you began to look at yourself. This whole piece you talk about, this introspection, and I think it's so important. And so the more you went deeper within yourself, the more you begin to get a deeper understanding of who you are. So I'm just wondering, you know, as when I think back of my spiritual journey, as I got deeper into knowledge and I began to read more books and I guess I began to I call it maybe a spiritual awakening a discovery of who I am 
Um, and as you begin to change, and as you begin to grow, how did that impact you, I guess, as you began to develop, discover yourself? And if I would say to you, who now is Jeffrey Morgan as compared to 2014 beneath all of his roles, what would you describe yourself now to be in terms of your spiritual journey? I consider myself to be enlightened. I am so happy with me being me. I am so excited. It's like my excitement is limitless. My discovery is like each day I look so forward to see what's going to unfold to me each day. It's like, it reminds me, there's, just to um, divert a little bit, there's some time ago I, for some reason, I don't know why, I woke up one night and I stopped, it's probably about 11, 12-ish. It's happened maybe last year. Yeah, it was last year. And I started to reflect from my childhood. I went as far back as grade four. And it's like I play certain episodes, go all the way to now, to that, back to the, that present time when it happened. And it's like there are some things, including my parents and friends. And it's like I, it was like a big journey where I forgive some things, I let go of something that I was holding on to unconsciously. And it was amazing. I was glowing when I woke up because other people see it. What happened? They could see the difference. They were telling me that, why are you so perky so early in the morning? I was happy, but they didn't know what happened within. It was like I discover or maybe rediscover something. So I've been new since. And it has made, since then, I have tried to play that episode, go back there, but it lead me to other path, not the same one. And then that's, you have to, I accept the fact that life is all about changes and I have to embrace the changes that come. So me, who I was, the Jeffrey Morgan who I was when I came to the United States, I'm a totally different person now. Yes, I'm a totally, sorry. But yeah, I'm a totally different person now. And it's amazing. And I love me. I love the, the direction I'm going. I love me for me. It's not like I'm trying to be somebody else. I'm just trying to be a full-fledged human being. That's all I'm trying. And I want, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jeffrey. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said I want to be a full-fledged human being. So I embrace each day joyfully. That is beautiful. And again, that part of this wellness journey is not only discovering who you are, but on that journey is forgiveness, as you mentioned. And when we think about forgiveness, you know, things have happened to us in our past that, you know, we have no control over. And so if we continue to carry this baggage, it weighs us down. But when we move into forgiveness, number one, we forgive ourselves for the mistakes we've made. And then we forgive others, those who have caused us harm or trauma, we forgive them. Not really because sometimes, you know, a lot of people don't deserve to be forgiven because of the trauma and the, that they've caused us along our journey, but you forgive them because you need to be free. And so you mentioned that lightness and just being free because you've worked through the process of forgiveness. And it is a vital part of your wellness journey and it's a vital part of your spiritual journey because we know that there is a connection between your mind, body, and spirit. And 
we need to be in balance. Thank you for sharing that, Jeffrey. My next question is, and I'm sure you do, do you have a wellness routine? And kind of share with us, because you are this um, exercise guru, what does your typical morning look like? Well, my mornings starts from anywhere from 3.30 in the 3.30 a.m. to 4 a.m. So when I wake up in the morning, for my first thing is make a glass of lemon water, warm lemon water, warm enough where I can stick my finger in it without getting burned. Sometimes, depends on the mood I'm in, I would put a little honey, not to sweeten it, but just put a little honey in it because of the nature of the honey and ease in my body. And I would drink that. And while I'm sipping, I'm meditating. 15 or 20 minutes meditation in the morning. Then I would go and take a cold shower because I have to boost my immune system, of course. Then I'll get ready for work. While I, before I get in my vehicle, I'd select one of my, most times Sadhguru, maybe then never got hard, select something to listen to, to while I'm driving to work. And then throughout my day, whatever my goal is, because I have certain goals I have written down, I make sure I focus on that and I keep reminding myself about it throughout the day. And sometimes, like I said earlier, I would go outside, not because I'm overwhelmed, but I think it's time to take a break because I try to use my break wisely. I would go in the back because we have a little a mini forest with trees and I go around there to get some energy from the trees, not because I'm exhausted or anything, but I think it's good because I don't know if you know about the principle of vibration and everything is always moving. So I would go and get some, absorb something from the from the tree. So one of the thing is, by the end of my day, because I do welding, machining, and such, I'm not exhausted. And even my colleagues, they always ask me, what are you taking? And I said, I'm not taking anything. But after work, I would go to the gym. So I reach the gym at 5, maybe 5, 10, the latest in the evening, and I would work out for like an hour. And after gym, I would get home. I'd work an assignment, family time, and then it's bed. That's during the week. But on a weekend, it's different. So, But during the week, I work Monday to Thursdays. And on Friday, I have more time. So I'll do two times the gym. Friday morning, I would go for a run. And I would go to the gym and do a light session. Sauna, whatever. Because that's for the body. Make sure the body is intact and everything is good. And throughout the day, I still do my little meditation. Right? And quality time when say kids and everybody is home. So, like I said, I have to create that balance that one day I get off from work i mean except with the exception of the week and i try to make sure it's at home when i do go to drill sometimes i go to drill once per month and like last weekend i wasn't here i was at drill so it was friday saturday sunday you know so my routine it just got shifted i still do my little lemon water in the morning because i have my little stuff and i still do my stuff but what i do i step out the barracks and i go outside and meditate i like to do it quiet and i like to do it alone and i still do it early in the morning and I still continue. Nothing interrupts my routine. I just have to find places and time because I can make anything happen. And I think we all have the ability to make whatever we want, make it happen. I think it's so important to have a morning routine or a ritual throughout your day to help you um, stay grounded. And when you speak about, you know, moving through your day, what I'm hearing from you, and correct me if I'm wrong, is you're moving through your day with intentionality. Yes, that you're is correct. You're moving through your day with purpose. You're moving through your day knowing that you will be authentically present. 
You're moving through your day with self-care. And you're moving through your day. And, as, and, and, and I think about mindfulness, which is being aware, present moment awareness. As you're moving through the day, you're connecting with the divine. And so therefore, you are able to have balance and not be in a state of stress. So it seems as though that helps you, your movement, your connection to the divine, your meditation helps to mitigate the stress in your day so that you're not overwhelmed, but you're just going through and flowing with the universal energy. Does yes. that, is yes. that a good summary of your day, Jeffrey? Yes, yes. And um, if I might say too, even sometime at home, I walk bare feet outside just to get grounded because that is something very important. I'm not sure many people embrace that idea, but it's very important. So I might leave the spot I walk around. I stay outside, inhale and exhale, inhale and exhale. And then I will come back in. It makes you feel so good. It's beautiful because, you know, you, my next question is, and you talked about it again, number one, grounding is very important to connect yourself with Mother Earth. And when we ground ourselves, we have to take off our shoes and stand outside with our feet, connecting and allowing the energy of Mother Earth to come up into our feet, into our body. So we allow that energy just flow through our body so we ground ourselves not standing on the concrete but standing on the ground and just allowing ourselves to take on that energy and again you mentioned meditation and this was one of my questions because you know a lot of people perhaps may have may think meditation especially I think about you know our audience who may be faith-based and which is we're all are on our journey so we're not here to judge anyone on where they are on their journey, because this journey is an individual journey. And the more knowledge you get, the more your vibration is raised, and the more you are enlightened. So when we think about meditation, and you speak about meditation, you know, what would you say to our audience when they think some people may think meditation is a little bit, ooh, ooh a little bit, you know, perhaps on the the other end of new age kind of share with us because you speak about meditation and you meditate so what would you tell our audience who's not sure of meditation exactly how meditation balances you and how meditation has enhanced your health and your well-being well everyone should be meditating Especially in today's world, we are constantly up and about, moving around. We're on social media, we're this, we're there, we're there. We need to stop, take a break, pause, do nothing, at least 15, 20 minutes, right? Because constantly you're wearing, you're stressing, because what you see, you're using our senses to go around. And the eyes going to send you, show you something, then it sends to your brain, send to your consciousness or whatever, or your cells. Everything started working, and you probably start getting sick. Like a typical example, what's going on in the news? You feed on that, you start to worry about that. So you're constantly worrying, constantly. So if you don't stop, take a break and meditate, you will not be rooted. You need to focus, find one something that is important in your life, one or something you want to accomplish, something you want to achieve, and focus on that for at least 15 minutes per day. Preferably first thing in the morning, in the peaceful when time is quiet you will see the benefit. Each of us, even though we are 
indi different individuals, but we are connected to that same source of life. And we will do things differently, of course, but our benefit, you we will see different things at different time or different stages of our lives. So if you should start, what I see now, you might not see until when you actually get into this routine and start to see, and you'll become more conscious of the benefit that your body or the fruit that your body is bearing from these things. But I think every conscious human being should, should meditate. Thank you for sharing that. And that's so important. When I think about spirituality and I think about prayer and meditation, you know, I tell my client, clients, prayer is when you speak to the divine, when you speak to the creator, you are speaking. So you're vibrating at a frequency out to the creator. Meditation is when you're quiet and you allow the creator, you allow the universe to speak to you. And so in meditation, like Jeffrey said, it's taking 5, 10, 15 minutes out of your day to be still. If there's a book you're reading, read a page or two and just be still and allow spirit, the creator, to reveal things to you. Um, if you're not at that point in, in meditation, just sit and be still. Just sit and breathe, sit outside, ground yourself outside and just look at the trees. Just be present in your environment and just let everything go, let those thoughts go, all the thoughts that you were fed, that Jeffrey said, the news feed, the television programming, all these things that are programming to your mind that keeps your mind so full of distraction. Just turn off the TV, turn off the radio, and just sit and be still so that you can get to know yourself and so that you can hear. Um, Jeffrey, my next question to you again now. <laughs> is this, we talked about spiritual teachers and you've asked me about some of the books and every one of those books I've read. So again, share with us again, the enlightenment. You spoke about the Kabbalion and you know, that's one of my books, it's on my bookshelf. You speak about all the other authors. So kind of share with us again, please, some <laughs> of the books or the teachers that have guided you on your spiritual journey, on your journey to wellness. Um. Thomas More, his book is uh, Love of the Soul. Sadhguru, of course, I listen to him every day. Never got hard. I also into philosophy like uh, Marcus Aurelius, read his diary over and over, Seneca, Epictetus. So those are what, as a matter of fact, I started out with the philosophy, philosophers first, and then I was moved to the other spiritual leaders. So those are the books really shape me up, but sometimes to go back into them to remind, to refresh, you know, so these are books you want to keep like the Kabbalion. That's a good book. Everyone should have the search of the soul. That's a good book for people who are starting. They could start out with that. That's um, Thomas More. And there's another, um, I think his name is uh, Bill Plotkin. I think, uh, yeah, Bill Plotkin. Soulful. I think it's soulful as, so I don't remember the title of the book, but it's very good. But people who are searching or want to get into 
the inner self can start off with these. And you can go to YouTube. There are a lot of stuff on YouTube. You start search and it will start to show you the different things. Talk about the different principles that govern the universe. The principle of vibration. The principle of rhythm. The principle of gender. The principle of polarity. You know, stuff like these. These will help you to become a balanced and full-fledged human being. So those are things that I listen to and I read and I purchase books because I like to flip pages and mark when I'm reading. That's beautiful, Jeffrey. And I believe as you begin this journey of self-discovery, this journey of wellness, this journey, the authors, your teachers will come to you and you'll be amazed. You'll just sit there and then another teacher show up and another teacher show up and another teacher. They just keep showing up in your life. You don't have to look for them. They will come to you. And I have another question for you, because again, you, you were speaking about everything that I love. We talk about energy and we talk about vibration. And, and, and so I want to, I am a big believer in the universal energy. I'm a big believer in manifestation and working with the universe to manifest the things that you deserve and you desire. I'm also very big on the words you speak, because I believe the words that you vibrate to the universe is going to come back to you. So you have to be careful. You know, you'll say this, this, you know, stop killing me. And when we use words like that, what are we bringing into our lives? So I think we should be very conscientious of how we speak, what we listen to, like you said, what we eat. So in terms of, again, working with the universe and the universal energy, what are your thoughts on manifestation and working with the universe? I believe in manifestation. I've had experiences where it happens. Typical example. Let me give you an example. The most recent one, my truck. I used to drive a Toyota, uh, a Honda Civic, and it got, it got flooded out when I was going to school, and it water came into it, almost covered it. And I said, I have to get a truck. But I was looking at my status, my present status, and said, but with my job, I won't be able to afford it. Then I remember Neville, Neville Goddard said, your wonderful imagination and your emotion, they got to speak it into beam. So while driving my little car to work, I imagined myself and I could feel myself in a truck driving to work. Okay. One night, my, one morning, my wife woke up and she said, she said, did you buy a truck? I said, not yet. She said, I just let you drive a white truck, come here. So when I went to the dealer, they let me test drive a gray truck. It's a brand new truck. I didn't like it. It didn't have the features I wanted. I didn't like it. I said, I don't like that one. So I said, you know what? We have another one, a white one. But uh, you want to see it? I said, no. My wife said, I drove a white truck. Come home. That's my truck. And I didn't test drive it. I didn't look at it. And I made a down payment. And I left. And then they called me when it was ready. And everything, Dr. Derby, I'm telling you, everything in the truck was perfect, was what I wanted. The color was what I dreamt. Imagine, sorry, not dreamt, imagine. Same way. And a couple of things, everything about it has been fulfilled already. And there are many more instances that where I'm manifesting than it happened. And I also I'm still manifesting and I'm on the path. It's coming. So I believe. But the thing is why this thing needs also it goes back to meditation. You have to focus because if the feeling, if you cannot feel it, it's not going to happen. 
you have to create that feeling where you're like enjoying it. You're actually enjoying the thing. So you can't just say, I am this or I want this. It's not going to happen. That feeling has to be there. The emotion has to be in accordance with whatever you imagine. This wonderful imagination, it can do anything. It's beyond measure. It's infinite. So I, I'm a firm believer of manifestation. Jeffrey, that is again so amazing. I have to have you come back for us to talk more about manifestation because it is such a peace that we need in our life. Imagine yourself having the things you desire. Get emotionally attached to it as Bob Proctor, the late Bob, Bob Proctor says. Get emotionally involved in it. See yourself as it is now. Feel it, become one with it because your subconscious mind cannot distinguish between what is true and what is not true. So when you plant this seed, this thought into your subconscious and you begin to imagine it, seeing yourself there, then guess what? The universe is going to vibrate at a frequency and bring that to you. I think that is so beautiful that again, back to meditation, back to being an open vessel and back to learning how to work with the universe to give you the things you desire or you deserve. I also talk about being clear in your manifestation. You know, you're not the only one out here. So you be clear in the things you desire, specific to every detail. And then you put it out there you release it into the universe, you think about it, you're emotionally involved in it, and it will come to you. This is so beautiful, Jeffrey. We could talk forever. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> my last question to you is, yes. what advice would you give to someone who's considering starting this journey to wellness, this journey to having balance in their mind and spirit? Um, someone who is designed to just to have a deeper understanding. They're there, you know, they're wondering, okay, maybe I should explore this some more. What advice would you give to that person? Person, simple advice. Turn the light to your inwards. Look within thyself. Any answer that you're looking for, it is within you, not outside. And anything that happened to you in life, have no regrets. Just be thankful. Start each day by giving gratitude. Be thankful. And whatever you want, write it down. As the book of Habakkuk says, write it down on a piece of paper. You don't need to show nobody. Carry it around in your wallet and remind yourself. And you will start to get the guidance that you want. Simple. Who am I? Or what do you want to be? Start look within yourself. Don't look because nothing, nothing is outside. Whatever is outside, that's not you. It's within you. And then you got to pull it out. So within, so without. So that's what you really, anybody, turn inside. I've been there and many people have been there. Because when I look back at my past, Dr. Derby, when I was like, a, not like, when I was a full-fledged Christian, going to church every Sunday, then I started to go to church every Saturday and I was doing things, but never know why I was doing it. But I have no regrets. The reason why I have no regret, it taught me something. And like you know, everything is a, happening in twos. There's no one to anything. It have a, there's always another side. So me doing all of that was preparation for something that's much bigger than I am. So wherever they are right now, whatever they will seek, they will find it. And there's something that says to seek and you shall find. 
If you're looking, whatever you're looking for, they will find it. The answer is not outside that anybody could ask a million people. Until you turn that light within you, that's when you're going to find the answer. And I speak from experience. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for just taking some time to share your journey and to help enlighten and encourage and inspire our audience. I am so grateful for you. And I am so honored to have shared this sacred space with you. I sense your calm and gentle spirit. I sense that you are in a good place. And so I just want to encourage you to keep on on your journey. And we'll have to talk again so more, some uh, talk again soon. Blessings. Sure. Thank you for coming. Thank you. And have a beautiful day. Namaste. Thank you. Bye.